0: Well, hello there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it is the one that is keeping us hanging on. Now, in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. But now teaming up with another person who is not in your quarantine pod is Possibly lethal, definitely more frowned upon than trying to say you can't be racist because you took an Afro-Brazilian dance class like Becky on the Real World Homecoming just did in episode three, and I'm not kidding. So for now, it's one comic against another. To win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks they've been saving in a moleskin notebook for the last year, to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus that title automatically gives a person's opinion on, let's say, which hour of the Snyder Cut felt more like three hours more weight than a civilian's. You are listening to Troubled Waters. first contestant is a comic. She hosts the War Report podcast. It's Shalewa Sharp. Hello, Shalewa. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? You know, I've never been better in my life.
1: Oh, wow. That's, That's impressive. Lie. That's
0: a lie. <laughs> There's a lie. But, you said, but it it you said it with I your chest.
1: You said it with your chest. Yeah. I mm-hmm. did it.
0: I did. Chest out. Chest out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm doing okay. Uh, first jab scheduled for Thursday. Vaccine number one scheduled okay. for Thursday.
1: All right, great. am excited. You'll be fine. You'll be. I'll be fine. okay.
0: Yeah, we're all gonna live, right? Yeah, we're I gonna, think so.
1: We're
0: gonna... We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what life will look like after this. But for the moment, I am hopeful. Our second contestant is also a comedian, and what a coincidence! He also hosts the War Report podcast. It's Gastro Almonte. Hello,
2: my oh, man. Thanks for having me, homie. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? I am uh good, but admittedly a little concerned with the show format. Um, you know, because <laughs> normally you pit you know two comedians against two other comics, and now even mm-hmm. during the quarantine, two random mm-hmm. comics. At this point, mm-hmm. you are teaming. You you have a team that's fighting each other. You know, this is like uh, yes, you know, we could end our podcast right now. You yeah. know, if this goes wrong. So I'm a little right. worried, but I'm hoping. I'm hopeful that you could hold our hand at the end of this process you know
0: well i mean you know we're trying to make good podcasts here so we're we're looking for the cracks in your relationship and we <laughs> will find them
2: <laughs> we'll okay find. okay so this is like don't you worry richard bay podcast and style. i like it let's do it
0: yes that's exactly right one we, we, one never talks of richard bay
2: these days Missionary. visionary visionary he was ahead of the game A true visionary He doesn't get enough credit. The only thing he did wrong is, ironically, he was a good person. When people were about to fight, he stopped the Mm -hmm. fight. If he would have just let them fight, he'd be a billionaire right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. He'd be Jerry Springer Mm -hmm. right now. And who wouldn't trade places with Jerry Springer? (laughs) Um, You know, Gaster, it's funny you should bring that up because I literally just last week was like, "Uh, I wonder whatever happened to that woman on Maury who was afraid of dogs. Guess what? the original video is up and a where are they now is up. That's She's beautiful. still afraid of dogs.
2: I actually, dogs. uh, one of my close friends, uh, used to be like a PA on that show. And she would tell me the weird things they had to do backstage to get the person emotionally revved up before going on stage. So it was you can wow. Share
0: Some of those with
2: yeah, me. Yeah. Yes. It was just like, it was like a reverse pep talk, you know, like before you, you like go out to do something, normally you'd be like, hey, you're going to do great out there. It's going to be awesome. You know, behind the scenes, essentially, they would just be like, hey, remember that guy? He slept with 14 other women besides you. You know what I mean? He oh, didn't like no. you. You know what I mean? OK, go out there and uh, have a good time. You know, so this is like real like emotional rev up. They send them out there to do it. And then uh, oh. we get to enjoy a guy breakdancing afterward. Uh, so, yeah, there's uh, a lot of mixed emotions at that show. A
0: lot of mixed emotions. A lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of empty souls. I would imagine <laughs> toward the end of it, right? Great a lot memes of just though. Just spilled out empty souls. Pardon? Great memes though. Great memes, obviously top notch memes, and that's the important thing. We have met our players. It is now time to see who has the better grasp of what really matters this week, pop culturally speaking. So, players, if you're ready, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most overlooked the most important story or, or place or person or thing of the last week or two. Shalewa, we will start with you.
1: Well, you actually alluded to it. Uh I have been watching the real world homecoming.
0: That's all um, I want to talk about.
1: Because that is my class. That is yes. uh, we are that that's what I was steeped in. That's how yes. I was raised. Um yes. all of those kinds of things. And I uh so I've been watching it. I I I've been gritting my teeth and complaining about a new streaming service, but a friend of mine said, "Here, I'll just add you to mine." And I went, mm-hmm. "You know what? Uh, my ego is such that uh, I will absolutely do it. It's, I, I got a big ego, but I, I'm not too good to sign up for your for your streaming service." And um, yeah, I absolutely will. In this will. day and age,
0: yeah, you absolutely I have to it. steal passwords. I am paying twice what I paid when I cut the cord a year and, yeah, and a half ago. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's wild. It's wild. yeah um, I
0: asked for a la carte, I got it and now all my money's gone.
1: Yeah, it's all gone. But uh for this it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Oh, um Is it good? It's it's so great. It's so great and it's lovely that they allow you to watch you have access to the first season in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which you need you you kind of yes. need a little bit just to remember uh what was going on what the cut of jeans was that we were looking at then a very
0: different cut of jeans a
1: very different cut um and also <laughs> uh, I don't think they had the original music rights for that first season so mm-hmm. a fun game I've been playing is um guessing what the actual song was yes. that was there yes. based on the bootleg version that yes. they've that they've plugged in there um yes so that's been a blast um oh. Uh my roommate has been helping me with that and he's considerably younger than I am and he's like I what is that and I'm like I think that is supposed to be the essence mm-hmm. of groove is in the heart but we'll That's never right. know we'll never but know they can't do it <laughs> they yeah. can't do it they can't do it so yeah. I re- I watched that and I've been watching the homecoming one in this past Ugh. uh this last episode has been just a primer if if white people are not entirely sure how how to not listen, though so I can't see why they did yeah. a class on that. They got it. But if you really want to watch like what it looks like, uh, boy, did Rebecca slash Becky give us a master class on how to turn it Oof. all to her. She was continuing they, they were shown a clip from the original run of a conversation with Rebecca, who at the time of the Becky. original run was go- going by Becky and Kevin, who is Kevin Powell, who is uh, an activist, mm-hmm. kind of a well-known activist at this point. He He's run for office. He interviewed Tupac a whole bunch of times, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, and they had had a heated conversation at the time, which right. was also Rodney King time. Uh, and Rebecca and Kevin were shown a clip of their earlier conversation, yes. earlier being Much 29 early. years ago, um, and, uh, and how it was kind of heated uh, in that Re- Rebecca yes. seems to think that America is a melting pot, yeah. and uh, it is not. Um, and Kevin was trying to tell her it was not, and he didn't quite have the vocabulary to do it 29 years ago but he's better at it now so they were they were shown that clip and then they uh started to kind of have that conversation again uh and uh rebecca was very oh well you were just so angry and i just couldn't you were so emotional and he was like i I wasn't emotional just trying to make Mm -hmm. a point that's kind of a thing that people do is say that Folks of color can't be emotional or else they're scared. And she's like, well, I mean, I'm not scared. You're making that sound like I'm racist. Well, that is kind of a racist thing you're saying, but I'm not racist. And then once you get to the I'm not racist, she was just like, I I, look, man, I took a I took Mm -hmm. a dance class. I lost my skin color. I lost my skin color in that dance class. my skin color. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And uh, it it was amazing. (laughs) I watched the episode like three times. It infuriated me, and I watched it three times because it was just, she was so clueless and so defensive. And then there was a write-up of the episode in Vulture Magazine. And my girl, Rebecca, slid into the comments like, well, excuse me. And I'm like, bruh. Norman, who was another person in the house, was trying to get her to be quiet. Her friend, her closest friend in the house, was trying to tell her to be quiet by saying, think about how this is going to look in three months when this comes on television. You are going to look insane. And here it is three months later. And my girl sliding into the comment section of anybody who mentions her. Just like, but I'm yeah. not racist and what we really need is peace. Ugh. And I'm like, I can't. I can't See, with her. I can't
0: stop with her. Oh somebody. wow. You know, first of all, to say that you are exempt from racism because you took advanced cardio capoeira at Crunch Fitness in nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> that's right. not gonna work. But yes. then also even if
2: like you opt in though, like, you know. It's not like they forced her to take it. She like signed up for that That's true.
0: That is true. She wasn't drafted into capoeira. Um, (laughs) She did take it voluntarily. You're absolutely right Right, there. But yeah, still there's a limit to what that can do. And then also in every episode, in all of the episodes that she is in, she talks about her incredible educational background and the brilliant psychologist that her father was and the Mm -hmm. 20 years of studying under a a Russian Mm -hmm. thermophysicist or whatever. And it's like none of these people said... Don't say you can't be racist because you took a dance class while a camera's running and you got a microphone on you. <laughs> no one, no, no that one never mentioned, came up? then you are not educated and you are no one not mentioned
1: smart. that. I feel like someone should have mentioned That's that. That's some
0: common sense, so yeah. yeah. So, Becky, Becky is, is the story,
1: Becky, Becky is the story, and what's also very funny is that they were people have been calling her a Karen. Mm-hmm. Without real without really knowing, Karen is kind of the new name that's been attributed to white women of this ilk. Mm-hmm. But they've been called Becky's since I was in like elementary school. Yeah. So that I'm like, actually, this is kind of a throwback name. Yeah. So every time they're like, <laughs> Becky, why are you doing this? I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm listening to a Sir Mix-a-Lot record or oh,
0: something totally. <laughs> like
1: it's,
0: <laughs> it's the, wild. The, the... It's the fat laces of uh, white privilege. <laughs> <Right>, it's <really laughs> back. It's back. Yeah. Oh, Becky, everything Becky, old is
1: new again.
0: I'm telling you, Shalai, well that's going to be hard to beat. Gaster, <laughs> what, what what is your overlooked story? Person, place, thing, event?
2: Yeah. Of the last couple of weeks, my overlooked story is uh, the uh, premiere of the new statue at City Point in Brooklyn of Ruth Bader Ginsburg reason this is the st- story is because uh this is a uh, part of statues for equality um it was a movement started in 2019 um by these two artists uh Gilly and Mark they realized that after like being commissioned for over a hundred uh sculptures for 15 years of their career nobody had asked them to make a statue of a woman so in 2019 they decided I right, look we wow. We gotta like even this out. So they premiered 10 statues in New York of female uh people of importance. And with those 10 statues that shifted the New York number from three to ten percent. So like it was still like ridiculously like unshaved. And their goal is to uh by twenty twenty five have half of the statues in the globe uh be of women or female, uh and they are nowhere near close to this batting average, which is nuts, right? Like we think about sure. like the fact that they are literally half the people. <laughs> you would think that uh, you know, there might be some women of merit. England was bragging a little bit. They were like, Well, actually, we're not that bad. America has like 97% male statues. They were like, uh, they were doing one for five. You know, one out of every five statues was a woman. So it looked still, good, but still, still terrible. Right.
0: It's still not good.
2: <laughs> but then when you look at the numbers, it it was like one in five statues were of women, but like it was like only technicalities, like. Mm-hmm. most of the like the women's statues were of like essence you know they were like oh like that's the female statue of divinity or mm-hmm. you know like that 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 uh that person was a saint like she gave birth to jesus you know yeah. <laughs> so like yeah and um of the actual people uh 74 percent of the statues that were of real women uh were of royalty and half of those were of like one specific queen queen victoria So. Either you are a queen, you are a god, or you gave birth to God. That's the only way a woman gets a statue in the UK. It's like, like you know, yeah, and mind you, like, what? I'm not, I'm liberal. I'm pro-women's right, but I'm not, like, at the forefront of this, like, issue. But that still struck me as, like, yo, those standards are kind
0: of hard. <laughs> you know, that's, like, yeah. they got people. That's unattainable for most of us. Yeah,
2: that's, that's, that's a little bit much of a barrier there. So, like, they got guys with statues. He was like, yo, he was nearby this war. And <laughs> women have yeah. to, like, give birth to God to have also a statue. So, yeah, uh, Ruth R. B. Uh, G. statue uh, debuted this week in Brooklyn. Hopefully, it's a step in okay. the right direction.
0: Well, finally, finally, we get the Becky from the real world versus Ruth Bader Ginsburg face-off <laughs> that our culture has needed. Oh, we've been waiting.
1: We've been That's waiting right. for so
0: long. Becky and Ruth are your buzz-in words. Becky and Ruth. Keep them at the ready. Keep them at the ready (laughs) as we move forward. All right. Let's start this show with a little game we're calling April Fool Me Twice. So this episode is going out uh, April 1st. What better chance to celebrate the Prankster's Christmas, April Fool's Day. Everybody knows April Fool's has gotten so much better since corporations have gotten in on the fun. Uh, Faking (laughs) the launches of... Such iconic fake products as Left-Handed Whoppers and Audible for Fish. So in this round, I'm going to read you some corporate launches. You tell me whether they were April Fool's Day pranks or actual real things that the companies did. Now, all of these are real in some way. Our, Our writers didn't make these up. You just tell us whether they were corporate April Fool's Day pranks or just corporate shitty ideas. If it was an April Fool, say shame on you. If it was a real corporate happening, say, shame on me. That's going to be, I'm already confused by that, but we'll, we'll yeah, see, yeah, we'll we'll see we'll how do it goes. We'll,
1: we'll give it a shot. We'll give it yeah. a shot.
0: All right. Number one. In 2019, Waymo, a self-driving vehicle company, launched a service called Waymo Pets, a ride-sharing service specifically for animals. <laughs> Roof. Yes.
2: I'm going to go with uh, shame on me, just because that sounds like an idea mean. I would want to- have out there so i feel like i could see yeah. a boardroom of people agreeing that they need that it's it's admittedly only for like really privileged people but i sure. could see like that group of people saying yeah my pets need to get around you know and they they, they should be able to like you know pick their music on spotify while they get to these appointments yes. why not yes. you know they deserve why free not? water
0: yeah 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 huh well gaster. It was actually shame on you, which means you should have said shame on you instead of shame on me, which means it was an April Fool by the Google subsidiary Waymo. So it was. A,
1: Wait, you're so wrong. Is pets, basically
0: what I'm saying. Okay. So
1: the pets don't get to go
0: anywhere. <laughs> yeah. The pets don't get to go anywhere. I tell you what. Not I, yet.
2: I'm changing that. I'm actually starting this business. Expected next year, it's debuting right there. So it's, it's yeah. still going to be a shame on y'all. It might still be a shame on me too. Admittedly. That's fine.
0: <laughs> we'll find out. Soon enough. You know what? The the way that you the impassioned way that you sold that idea, I if I had the money, I would I would invest. Thank you. Thank oh, you.
1: don't don't please don't invest in gas stores. Everything that sounds, he says so many things with such like you actually believe he's going to do it and and everything is game. If there's anything that he's like, I could probably make a dollar doing that. He's going to attempt to do it. So please uh-huh. don't invest.
2: Admittedly, I'm, I'm see, speaking. Listen, my I'm batting on average. On behalf
1: of his, yeah, he, yeah. What's your batting average? My batting
2: average, average ain't great, Chalay. I admit, <laughs> but I attempt a lot. You know what I mean? So I, I still got yeah. hits out there. You know what I'm saying? Consistency. Uh-huh. I'm saying t- I'm shooting all my shots. You know. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you love it. And again, right away, we're finding. We're finding the the parts of this relationship that need some healing.
2: (laughs) Shalewa has lost some money, you know, on some of these investments, mm -hmm. and it's okay. I just
1: worry, I worry for the rest of us. I'm okay with doing it. I've personally made my peace with losing money by betting on Gastor. That's fine. But we don't all have to take those lumps, you know? We don't all have to
0: do that. All right, number two, number two. In 2015, Cottonelle launched left-handed toilet paper.
1: Huh. Oh boy. I mean, that feels like an that feels like an April Fool. But also, Cottonelle has to go up against Charmin, and Charmin's got
0: those bears. Got you those know
1: bears. what I mean? Like it's yeah. tough. It's you got to pull out the big guns. Yeah. Yeah. To shoot but- the bears. Okay, so I think it's an April Fool's, which means I'm supposed to say shame on you?
0: Yes, shame on you is correct uh-huh. for you oh, to wow. say because it was an April Fool's joke and they actually stole it from uh, Burger King's 2008 left-handed Wop. Oh, so see? That. See? Wow. Cottonmouth
1: stay losing. They stay, mm-hmm. losing.
0: they stay losing. They stay losing. They want to be number two um, <laughs> in the world of number two. <laughs> uh number three speaking of burger king they launched Mm -hmm. the chocolate whopper in 2018.
1: oh they actually did that i feel like that's a shame on me
0: a shame on me it's actually a shame on you oh wait but did the other way it was it was a prank that they pulled in 2018.
2: (laughs) i remember they had they had like emotional meals like instead of happy meals they had meals that represented all the other emotions like they were like you know we have sad meals uh like uh despondent yeah nothing's off the table at that place (laughs) they
0: will try it that that king is nuts (laughs) (laughs) the mad king the mad burger King. yeah
1: absolutely
0: um a guest or you might enjoy this one number four in 1994 thirsty cat water was launched it was water specifically for cats with a tangy fish flavor
2: <laughs> yeah all of these ideas sound awesome to me so far just for the record like I'm just <laughs> yeah. like yeah why isn't this a thing <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say uh shame on me that has to be a real thing right like you got bacon bits that's like not real bacon for dogs right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got fl- we got like the flavored water that's like you yep. know hint of pineapple or whatever. Why can't mm-hmm. cats live like that? I think that's a is a shame on me. A company did this.
0: Gastor, point to you. A company did this. Uh, it was I'm water specifically for cats. It was a real product alongside Thirsty Dog, which was crispy beef flavor. Get that? Oh wow! Visionaries over there. Oh yikes! Visionaries. Yikes. I have never <laughs> known beef to be crispy. In my life as a carnivore, but well, I'm not, not mix
1: You're not mixing it with water. I'm not that's mixing it with water. I think <laughs> that's that's where you're going where wrong.
0: I run into trouble. When, yeah. 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 you have the force. Well, Number five. Wrong. Number five. In 1996, Richard Branson's virgin cola launched cans, which turned from red to blue when they went past their expiration date. <laughs> 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 I don't... Who told
1: Richard Branson about expiration dates? Um, I mean... I feel. Oh boy, that on um, that kind of feels real. I mean, those those the the airlines, the airplanes were like raves, you know. They had disco lighting <laughs> in the planes.
0: Oh, I miss. So those I totally planes.
1: believe. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I'm I'm going to say shame on me.
0: Well, shame on you, because it was a prank.
1: Oh, that's a shame.
0: Aimed at uh, <laughs> aimed at their competitors, Pepsi. Which, were Virgin Cola and Pepsi ever really competitors? I don't think so. I've never seen a Virgin Cola in the wild.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Uh, number six, Clairol launched a yogurt-based shampoo called Touch of Yogurt.
2: That's, that has to be real. I like that idea. What?
0: <laughs> Why does that
2: have to be real? <laughs> it's. It seems like some fufu, like like... I could see yeah. some rich lady like uh, like saying that's the like I could def picture like the ladies from like Friends, uh, saying mm-hmm. that this is like the key to their like youthful look, like oh yeah I take yeah. baths and yogurt, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. Like
0: Diane Cannon only washing her hair with Evian. Exactly. A true story.
2: Yeah, this sounds real. I'm I'm on board it's- with this idea. Uh, this is okay. a shame I- on me.
0: It is a shame on me, meaning you. Uh, it was a genuine product launched in 1979. And it was, and I, in fact, double-checked to make sure this is true. It was pulled off the shelves because too many people tried to eat it. <laughs> oh. Was it
2: like Greek yogurt or like your plate? Like, what was it?
0: That I can't tell you. I don't know. I don't know. But it made people sick. So they took it off the market because <laughs> people tried to eat their shampoo.
2: It makes sense, though, because, uh, like, you got to yeah. figure... Like a uh, shampoo bottle, you're getting more ounces per dollar than you are when you buy yogurt. You know, like mm-hmm. yogurt's expensive. So if anything, you're saving money expensive. buying this shampoo. You know, like and a lot of
0: waste. A lot of waste. Those little cups. Those little yeah. those little foil tops. I like this. You know, you can have
2: a snack mid-shower. This is dope.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh,
1: please don't do this, Gastor. Please, I beg you. Your wife <laughs> begs of you. Please don't make.
2: I, I, I can't I gotta I gotta prioritize the, the, the beef water for the, the dogs water. first. Yeah
0: the, yeah you know? okay All I,
2: right. I I got a right. vision. Right, right.
0: <laughs> gotta prioritize. Finally, lingerie maker Third Way launched bras for dogs.
1: Oh, that feels like a April Fool's joke.
0: Shalewa, that was an April Fool's joke.
1: That's, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, that was an April Fool's joke. In collaboration huh. with Dog Sitting app vacay i believe we have a tie right <laughs> two apiece becky from the Lord. real world and ruth bader ginsburg neck and neck That feels usual. right yeah it I'm does, with, right it? i'm with it mm-hmm. all right here we go y'all it is now time for a round we are calling kaiju agogu all right march 31st marks the release date of legendary pixar's godzilla versus kong the long-awaited showdown between the two giant monsters finally united under a shared corporate license for the first time since, uh, I believe, 1962. So for this round, we're gonna keep it simple. I'm gonna read you a series of facts that our writers researched about either King Kong or Godzilla. You respond letting me know which one it's about. Okay, it's either Godzilla or King Kong.
2: Okay. kaiju
0: All right, number one, (laughs) which monster's roar is featured in the clip from this Green Day song? Gotta be Godzilla, right? That was Godzilla. That was the Godzilla remix of Green Day's "Brain Stew" from the soundtrack of the 1998 American Godzilla film starring Matthew Broderick.
1: Ah, uh, sure, the Godzilla yeah. remix.
0: The Godzilla <laughs> remix. Godzilla Brain with stew.
1: headphones on. Yes, just in the studio.
0: Yes, just on just Monster Island. Tape.
1: Training.
0: <laughs> A training montage. Yeah, I got to tell you, in,
2: I thought Shalaya was going to take this from me. She, had, she has way more Green Day experience than I do. I was just shooting in a blanket.
0: <laughs> but she did not.
2: Mm-mm, she simply
0: nope. did not. Number two, uh, which monster lives on Skull Island when not being pestered by folks like Jack Black or John Goodman? Oh, that's King Kong. Ooh, Shalaya. Well, yes, it is King Kong.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> You guys aren't even buzzing in. You're just kind of like taking turns. You have a good, this is a good working relationship. You have an unspoken, you're like a good improv team. You know, you know, (laughs) when to stop, when to edit. It's healthy. We will break you. Uh, Number three, which monster played a basketball game against Charles Barkley in 1992? Wow. I want to see either
2: game. That's the thing. Like, I was. Mm-hmm. Like just as a fan of the game, you know, mm. right, I'm going to shoot my shot here, a uh, roof mm-hmm. and I'm going to say yes. Godzilla. Godzilla is correct. One point to <laughs> wow. you.
0: Wow. Bonus point. Bonus point, Gastor, who won?
2: Oh, uh, you got to assume Godzilla. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like Charles- I'm afraid it was
0: Charles Barkley. <laughs> what? It was Charles He Barclay, was the yeah. undersized power forward with, with people. Well, but this was 1992. Peak of his powers. Charles Barkley. Fair, fair. Sa- Saturday Night Live host in Charles Barkley.
1: Uh, oh, then he still should have lost. He still probably should have lost because Godzilla is
0: a fire-breathing monster.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, number four, which monster was supposed to fight Frankenstein but ultimately did not because no studio wanted to make the movie?
1: Wow, Frankenstein. I mean, I guess King Kong because he's the only one that's close enough in size.
0: That's right. King Kong is correct. The concept was thought yeah. up by uh, Kong's original stop-motion animator. It would have featured King Kong fighting Frankenstein's grandson's monster in 1930 San Francisco. Uh, the script was finally produced by Japanese studio Toho, who replaced Frankenstein with Godzilla and the first Wait, Kong sorry, versus Godzilla. Wait, I'm
1: sorry, whose grandson? Whose grandson? Frankenstein's, yeah. So Frankenstein the monster had a grandson.
0: No, I think Frankenstein the Doctor had a grandson the who, grandson had, his own monster.
1: who had, him, had his own monster. Okay. Yeah. I just I'm like, I'm missing some movies. Like yeah. where where yeah, was that too. love
2: story? Me too. I, I
0: never saw him. Yeah.
2: I just love the uh, idea that the yeah. like studios were like, hey, listen, that's too crazy. Oh, Godzilla? Okay, that makes more sense. You know, I could I could live <laughs> with that. Let's produce that mm-hmm. movie, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to see a kicky young, you know, Frankenstein's grandson and his fun, hip, little monster. (laughs) But we never got to see it. Not yet. Uh, Okay, number five. Which monster was the subject of an ABBA song in 1974 originally titled Mr. Sex? Let's hear it. (laughs) it. Very difficult to understand the lyrics. Um, But who was that song about?
1: I'm going to say King Kong.
0: Sheldon, you're absolutely right. It was King Kong.
1: It's just easier to imagine sex with King Kong than Godzilla. I guess not that I've done it.
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> just saying, yeah, if
1: one were to do it,
0: <laughs>
1: I would understand the holes and things that are how orifices are situated. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. We don't need to, we don't need to <laughs> okay. continue. All, all. Hey. Um, but yeah, the, the song is about how they were watching King Kong on TV and decided to write a song about King Kong and how they think people are going to like it, which begs the question, when do we get King Kong versus Mamma Mia? For God's sake. We need that. Uh, also, yeah. is this is this how Meryl Streep died between the first and second Mamma Mia's? Was she King Kong's?
1: A lot of questions.
0: A lot, a lot of questions. <laughs> I But I'm going to watch the second Mamma Mia again and imagine that she died because she got like eaten by King Kong or whatever, and just nobody ever brings it up. And that's the subtext that drives the entire movie is like literally nobody wants to talk about it. I think yeah. it'd be a much better movie. You know, I mean, it certainly makes gives Cher's character some motivation.
1: <laughs> I mean, King Kong did have a
0: thing for blonde. There you go. It's true. That's true. We all know this. It's fair. We know this. This is you, legendary.
2: I gained a new appreciation for how much my arms are involved in my sex life. You know, when you <laughs> yes. picture King Kong trying to do what he mm-hmm. does, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're vital, you know, alone or together with people, whatever you're into. Like, you you need your arms. Gotta oh, have
0: full-length arms. Yeah, it's vital. Gotta have full-length arms. Number six, <laughs> which monster did MTV have Patrick Stewart give a Lifetime Achievement Award to in
1: 1996? Um. Oh, that also, 96. Mm-hmm. I mean, that still also feels like King Kong.
0: Oh, chalet, it was Godzilla. No,
1: was it? Man, was, I forgot when Godzilla. that movie
0: came out. <laughs> yeah, well, this was even before that. I think I don't know. Oh, MTV really? Was trying to be funny.
2: Um, um, he gave the award, for, or they gave the award to him.
0: He had to give the award to Godzilla.
2: Okay, I, I, like the I'm not MTV sure. Movie
0: awards. Yeah,
2: like I'm not sure which of those is like more offensive. Than, I know. Like, hey, yo, listen, we need you to.
0: Am I getting the award? Nah, you're giving no. the award to uh, the... fictional uh, fire-breathing <laughs> lizard is getting the award. You're gonna give that award in front of human beings. Um, in fact, for a bonus point, what do you think a young Patrick, Patrick Stewart, just out of the Royal Shakespeare company would say, if you told him one day, he'd have to play the poop emoji and stand on stage of the MTV movie awards and give an award to a fucking lizard. That's not real.
1: I think he would say, make it. So no, oh.
0: <laughs> yes, that's fine point to, you. I point see, yeah. to you. That is Hot, hot Godzilla fire. Uh, Number seven. Which creature's costume was stolen only to be found washed up on the shore of a nearby lake, terrifying a lady out for a stroll?
2: (laughs) Uh, I got to go with uh, Godzilla on that.
0: Godzilla's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct, yeah.
2: That seems the right kind of scary.
0: It was found near a lake uh, near Tokyo. $39,000 costume. Freaked some poor jogger out. Number eight. Which monster is different sizes in his original film, depending on what the setting is?
1: Huh. Huh. Mm -hmm. Huh. I'm still going Godzilla on that one.
0: Oh, Shaliba, you are really going down the wrong path here. It was uh, King Kong. He goes from 18 feet tall on Skull Island to 24 feet tall in New York, so he can look bigger. Next to the buildings.
1: Oh, so uh, like he went through puberty on the way. He went
0: through okay. puberty on the way. He had a real growth spurt. Uh, okay. Number nine. Which film's special effects team originally planned to use live Komodo dragons? <laughs> Who? How am
2: I not like producing movies at this point? And I. <laughs> I know. This, this stuff is getting okayed out there in
0: these streets. Yes. Okay.
2: <sighs> I, I, and in the golden age. I'm going Godzilla on this one.
0: Oh, I'm afraid again. It's King Kong. What? Uh, yep, yep.
2: Why before does he they, have beef
0: with Komodo dragons? Yeah, well, before they uh, decided to st- like change to stop motion for safety concerns, let us say, the original concept for King Kong was allegedly to have an actual gorilla fight to actual lizards, but they didn't. That didn't work. <laughs> that just wasn't workable. It was not workable. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Final question. In this category, uh, which monster fought the Avengers in a 24-issue comic book? That's King Kong. That is Godzilla. What? That is Godzilla. The book ran from 77 to 79. Um, Oh, okay. For a bonus point, in the four-hour cut of Justice League, do Batman or Superman fight Godzilla?
1: Oh, boy. Who had time? I tried. That movie played
2: twice in my house, and I slept through it every time. I I couldn't. (laughs) Two, four, like I, I tried. The movie was bad at two hours, and it was like, Oh, you know what's gonna fix it? Let's make it twice as long and put it mm. out during Gastos' time with his kids. I can't watch that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with no, uh, but I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately just guessing DC will try anything for
0: people to watch yeah. the movies. And you know what? I'm giving you a point for that because there's no way in the world I'm ever gonna know whether they did or didn't because I'm not fucking sitting through four hours of Justice League. I got things to do. Jesus. And with that, Gastor, you pull ahead six to five. Let's oh, man. It. You guys are neck and neck. What a team. Quality. For now. Quality people. Uh we're gonna take a little break. We'll be right back with more Troubled waters after this. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness? Is there something Standing in the way of you achieving your goals, can't imagine what it would be. Ha, ah, just kidding. The world's on fire. Uh, everybody could benefit from therapy. That is my official policy. There is not one human being on planet Earth who couldn't benefit from talking to a licensed therapist. It just helps you get a better perspective on life. It is the gym for your emotions. If you have ever wondered whether it might be right for you, it almost definitely would. Do it. I have uh, benefited from it just immensely. BetterHelp will assess your needs. They will match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can log into your account anytime. You can send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and a thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So do it. Visit BetterHelp.com TroubledWaters. That is Better H-E-L-P. Join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And as a special offer for Troubled Waters listeners, get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com troubledwaters Troubled Waters. Hey, it's John Moe. And look, these are challenging times for our mental and emotional health. I get it. That's why I'm so excited for my new podcast, Depression Mode. We're tackling depression, anxiety, trauma, stress, the kinds of things that are just super common, but don't get talked about nearly enough. Conversations that are illuminating, honest, and sometimes pretty funny, with folks like Kelsey Dara, Open Mike Eagle, and Patton Oswalt. Humphrey Bogart was never in therapy. And then my dad said, yeah, but he smoked a carton of cigarettes a day. So he was in therapy. Plus, psychiatrists, psychologists, and all kinds of folks. On Depression Mode, we're working together, learning, helping each other out. We're a team. Join our team. Depression Mode for maximum fun, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, and welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, with us playing for Becky from Real World Homecoming, Shalewa Sharp and playing for the statue of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Gaster Almonte. Our next round is called, why you gotta go and make things so complicated? It's April. (laughs) The French for April is Avril. So this is a round based on the works of Canadian singer-songwriter Avril Lavigne. Happy Avril (laughs) Fools Day. There
2: you go, that's my forte, let's do
0: it. Mm, Great, oh Oh, 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 (laughs) fantastic. Yes, yes, okay. Uh, let's play clip number one. Damn okay, that was, of course, a clip from Complicated, <laughs> a song about finding it frustrating when someone you like seems sincere and relaxed in one-on-one situations, but then gets around to other people, puts on airs and all that kind of stuff. On reflection... Not that complicated. So we thought <laughs> we would complicate matters a little bit our own selves. So we asked the internet what the most complicated thing is. And the internet told us. Question and answer website Quora has used its absolutely inscrutable algorithm to rank the answers to the question, what is the most complicated thing ever? I'm going to quiz you on the Quora rankings of what is the most complicated thing ever. Okay? And, All I'll, right. and I'll go back and forth to you. You don't need to buzz in. Shalewa, okay. you are up first. So according uh-huh. to Quora's rankings of the most complicated things, what is more complicated, yawning or chess? Mm,
1: I'm going to say chess
0: is more complicated. You are absolutely correct. Yawning okay. is complicated because there's no universally accepted theory for why we do it. Chess Mm. is complicated because there are 169 octillion, 518 septillion, 825 sextillion, 100 quintillion, 544 quadrillion possible ways to play the first 10 moves of a chess game.
1: Oh, wow. I was just thinking because it's you and another person or another thing. Whereas yawning can be complicated, but it's just you. And at some point you. you can like just drop thinking about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, Well, whatever your thought process was, you were absolutely correct. Right on the money,
2: point to you. I don't believe none okay. of those numbers you just said. No, they, they don't no, sound right. Ma- I, even saying them, I was like, this is, I
0: don't know. I don't know what I'm saying right now. Uh, guesser the next one is for you. What is higher in the ranking of most complicated things, the Rubik's cube or a girl? And the, a girl is three exclamation points. A girl, easily. It is a girl. Although there is some discussion in a sub-thread about whether girls might only be complicated in India and not the U.S. I don't want to go down that road any further. (laughs) I don't want to. (laughs) Nothing good is down there. I have learned from Becky's mistakes. If if it feels like you don't want to go down there in front of a microphone, don't. Don't. You don't have to. Mm -mm. You don't have to. Mm -mm. Okay, Gastor, point to you. Uh, Number three, Shalewa, also on the list with a girl, is the answer not the woman itself, but understanding a woman. Which what's more complicated? A girl or not the woman itself, but understanding a woman? shall I, I'm just reading huh. words off a screen. Okay. This right, is not you know, I didn't uh, do I uh, get it. I get it. I, I
1: get it, it. it. Okay, so not not the woman itse- itself? Not the woman itself. Not the woman itself. Okay. Yeah. Again, okay. Not, I just want to make uh, sure I got that part right. Yeah. yeah, that's not. I'm still. I'm still gonna go with a girl.
2: A girl
0: is absolutely
2: right. Yeah, yeah. I
1: got. Yes. I, I gotta tell you. I gotta
2: clap for my 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 podcast co-host. I was incredible mm-hmm. right there. Just because the level of difficulty. Like I felt like I got like a second grade like word at the spelling bee, and you gave her some SET shit. I didn't know that that those <laughs> those were different caliber questions. You know, yeah, I can I admit either. to that. I you know,
0: I don't get it. I don't get it. But it's a girl. <laughs> It's a girl. Well, well, that was dope. You stepped up. It's a girl. Uh, Gastor, this is for you. What's more complicated, according to Quora, U.S. politics or eating food alone when you have so many people around?
2: Hmm. I'm going to go with U.S. politics has to be more complicated. The other one is more depressing.
0: Mm.
2: Not by much, though. It's pretty close. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, you're incorrect. It is eating food alone when you have so many people around. So no point to you. I, it's 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 complicated. Shalewa, <laughs> back to you. Okay. And it's it's almost like we're in the uh, the the final four now. Um, okay. What is more complicated, chess or nothing? <laughs> nothing. Oh, being Oh man. A yeah. No.
1: Nothing is very
0: complicated. It's true. But chess also yeah. very complicated.
1: Yeah, but chess at some point someone's got to hit that little timer and go checkmate or whatever Mm. nothing that doesn't happen because nothing happens and you're just Mm. sitting there perhaps wondering why Mm. and yeah to me nothing seems extremely complicated
0: chess is more complicated than nothing which means that nothing is less complicated than chess that's so we're wild. in a circular argument here, which I don't understand, but I can't give you I can't give you. the.
1: No, point. no, I I understand no. those people, uh, those those anyone who uses Quora has not yet sat with nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> I I yeah, that's sat with say... the, the stillness. It's complicated. Yeah. I've tried. I, I do got to say,
2: as an as argument on Quora's behalf, more songs have been written about nothing than about chess. So that's people who have an understanding of nothing emotionally. You know, yeah. whereas Chess, they got no, nobody wants to sing R&B songs about Chess. So they didn't that's they, very you know? True.
0: That's very true. <laughs> it's very true. Gastor, this final well, one is for you. Okay. This is the big showdown. What comes higher up in the rankings, a girl or eating food alone when you have so many people around? <laughs> oh, man. I, it's still a, it's an
2: actual person. It has, a, it has to be a girl. Like that, that is more complicated than the task. Hmm. Yeah, I got to go girl. A girl has to be higher.
0: Gastor, I'm afraid eating food alone when you have so many people around is the number one most complicated thing, according to Cora. I don't know how or what <laughs> it goes into that. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get any of it. I don't get any of it. You but know, I do just know this.
2: Okay. No, go ahead. Mm. No, no go I'm ahead. just saying like, you're, you're setting me up to fail here, right? Like if I say, you know, like, oh, Rubik's Cube is more complicated. Oh, Gaston, that's what you think of women? That toys mm-hmm. are more complicated? You know, and like mm-hmm. I can't win here, you know what I mean? But I feel, no,
0: yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm as frustrated very... as you are, believe me. Uh, but right now it's a tie. Becky and RBG. Wow. Seven wow. points wow. apiece. We're gonna take another <laughs> break. We're gonna shake that off. We're gonna drink some water. It's going to be uh, crispy fish flavored and we'll be right back (laughs) with more Troubled Waters. We interrupt the podcast you're listening to to tell you about another podcast. That's right. We got this with Mark and Hal. That's
2: correct, Mark. This is Hal. We do the hard work for you, settling all of the
0: meaningless arguments you have with your friends. So tune in every week on the Maximum Fun Network for We Got This with Mark and Hal. And all your questions will be asked and answered. You're welcome. All right. That's enough of that. We got this. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Shalewa Sharp and Gastro Almonte. Now it is time for a game we are calling Spring Break It Down For Me. The Spring holidays are nearly upon us. It's uh, Passover this week. Easter is coming up. It's got us thinking about how much of the celebration of springtime activities are geared towards children. Whether you're a child, a teen, even a college student, there are all kinds of fun springtime things to do. But grownups have not capitalized on the season in nearly the same way. It's frustrating. We got fun things for fall. We got fun things for winter. We got fun things for summer. We have not capitalized on spring. No sexy costume events, no specialty cocktails. Most of our jobs or bills will not allow us to take a week off to party in South Padre Island. We basically get two days of binge drinking that are sort of ethnic in nature. We get St. Patrick's Day, we get Cinco de Mayo, we get nothing in between. So for today, I'm going to be seeking ways that we can kick up the enjoyment of springtime in ways that are more suitable to adulthood. I'm going to ask you for a series of suggestions for ways to enjoy a little childish or young adultish fun as an adult adult. I'll give you some prompts. After I do, whoever has the first strong opinion on the matter will weigh in. Uh, then your opponent will have to take a contrary position and argue against it. Okay. Um, anyone can jump in on this. What is a fun adult way to do Easter egg hunts? Such a drag. Painting eggs and then hiding them from yourself because there are no grown-ups around to hide them for us. So what what can we do? How can we make an Easter egg hunt that is fun for adults? Anyone is free to jump in.
1: Oh, I think uh, by putting um, important things inside the eggs like Mm. um your medications
0: oh sure Uh, insulin yeah
1: i think yeah yeah. you know uh Mm -hmm. your your blood pressure medication uh, it's spring so certainly you're taking uh an allergy something or other your antihistamines you know Mm -hmm. that's really Mm going to add some pep to it especially if you're going to have to dig through uh grass to get to the antihistamine before you fall out Right. So right. Uh, I would. I that's that seems like a fun way to do it.
0: I like that idea. Gastor, Why is that a terrible idea? I mean, or I, what's a better idea?
2: As a diabetic, I'm concerned. You know, same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm like every Easter hunt might be my last Easter hunt as as real mm-hmm. as real hot stakes. I, I I don't know if uh, I wanted to leave that kind of memory to the family, but I do agree. As an adult, it, it is a way of upping the stakes. What I would do is i would make a person the egg like the theoretical egg and make the hunt a game of paintball and like whoever finds the egg shoots up the egg and then you get the you get to ask that person a secret question and they got to they got to tell you the truth you know what i mean that's how i would do it you know you hold the secrets just like you do with the egg you find that dude, <laughs> fly, blah 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 yo yeah, that's me yo tell me <gasps> tell me about uh I-
1: Gastor, I feel like all of your ideas end with the, you know, hunting the world's most dangerous sport. <laughs> it, always, oh. it always ends with hunting man. With
2: you,
0: I, I love <laughs> it. I'm on board. I, I can't am stop all being the way Brooklyn, on
2: board. You know,
0: you know, I what I loved was like, oh yeah, yeah, you paint a person like an egg, but then you were like, you get to ask him a secret question, and that I was, I was fully <laughs> with you. five points to Gastor. All right, let's talk candy. Now, if we know anything about being an adult in the age of social media, it is that taste is truth. Like, opinion is truth. Nuance does not exist. Anyone enjoying anything on a spectrum between this is the best thing ever and this makes me want to die is lying and stupid. So, with that in <laughs> mind, tell me which spring or Easter-themed candy you think deserves uh, it's moment in the spotlight.
1: Um, I'm going to say jelly beans, but only, hmm. only the Brock's and only the yellow, white and green and orange. Wow. If you run Very out of specific. the other ones, yes, extremely specific, but those are the only ones I eat. Otherwise the rest is trash.
0: Wow. So why are yeah. those? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm not even sure what flavor white is. <laughs> I'm not either. But is it like uh, mint? I mint. mint? And it's it's just not the other ones feel so overpowering.
0: Yeah, you know, right.
1: I yeah. yeah, it's just like when you get one of those and and with the other ones, it's a very like oh, this is all grape. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm very picky about the colors. So only those three colors of jelly beans make wow. Easter worth it. Yeah.
0: Wow, Shalewa Sharp with her Van Halen tour writer <laughs> of very specific jelly beans, Uh Gaston.
2: So yeah, I, that's strong. I I I, <laughs> I, I gotta give strong. my people credit. You know, Shalewa had to go in there. Uh it it's not candy. It's like is I feel like for people that grew up Christian but don't go to church anymore, they should there should be like like a alcoholic drink called holy water. So like you ain't make it to church <laughs> on Easter. You can have Mm -hmm. like a mixed drink that's like watery, but it's still smoky looking like, you know, the way the fountain water at the church looks dirty. As soon as you Mm -hmm. get there, it should look like that.
0: (laughs) You know, hands been in it all day.
2: Exactly. It should look just like that as soon as they pour it out. But it's alcoholic and like it's called it's called holy water and you only could buy it on Easter. It's like like, you know how you got like the drinks on the beach that you could only get in the summer. You know what I mean? Should be the same kind of energy. Somebody makes it at home, you buy it for $5 in a bottle or for somebody behind a truck on Coney Island. You don't know if it's legal, but it tastes great.
1: Okay, I, so I Easter know. nutcrackers Yeah, is Easter what you're... nutcrackers.
2: Sure. I like that idea. Okay.
1: Uh-huh. I don't know
2: how this doesn't already exist. I'm telling yeah, you. I
1: guess it depends on your church. <laughs> Dave, I'm what full is, of uh,
2: business ideas. This is what I
1: do. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> What the fuck is a Sammy Hagar for if he's not going to bring this to market? You know what I mean? Or oh, like a Little John or somebody? You know true. what I mean? Some kind of party music figure. This this is this has like red foo written on it, doesn't it? <laughs> I love that. It does. it does. Yes, absolutely. Come on. All right. Um, <laughs>
2: Wait till I get money. It's over. All right? Y'all are going to see so many, like, crazy business plans
1: coming out. Once have your own seed money,
0: forget it. This world's going to change fundamentally. (laughs) Um, Okay. Shalewa, just for the specificity, six points. (laughs) (laughs) Let's recap those scores. Okay, that is it, folks. We're we're tying them up. It's Becky on The Real World, Homecoming, original cast, versus... (gasps) RPG and it's a tie! Wow. Becky from the Real World Homecoming and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, equally culturally significant as of April 2021. This is official. Congratulations to you both. Um, oh, thank it, you. It is now time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on and then to write the karmic balance in our universe, tell us about something someone else made that you want the world to know about. shall hmm. was sharp we'll start
1: okay um well i uh i've got a couple of comedy albums Mm -hmm. that are out there uh stay eating cookies is the name of one and the other one is called so you just out there um i (laughs) i've i've been on various comedy central things you can see clips of that on the youtube and uh as far as as far as uh shouting out another person um, I'm going to go with, uh, oh, there are so many people, uh, there are so many women of color who are doing fantastic comedy, uh, especially black women. So, uh, there are just so many names. I'm going to say Janelle James, cause she popped up first. Um, uh-huh. but she's got a great album called black and mild that, uh, I think is fantastic. I think she's fantastic. Um, great. so I, that's who I would shout out.
2: Sold. Gasser. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can find me on all social media at Gastromonte. Um, I have an album and independently produced special, uh, called Immigrant Made, which you can stream for free on Amazon Prime. I have a dope podcast with uh, my days competitor, uh, with Sharp. It's called The War Report, number twenty in comedy podcasts in the Bahamas. I don't know why, but that's a cool <laughs> brag for me. I like that. You know what I mean? I love it's, that. Yeah, I think it's a dope <laughs> flex. Really odd, but I take it. <laughs> yes and uh yeah i've done a few comedy central things this is not happening a couple of times and uh uh in terms of repping someone else uh just uh i'll probably shout out the homies um from asian not asian podcast um fumiabe and, and uh mike i just think they do dope work and um doesn't get nearly enough attention so yeah
0: Well, all right thank you was sharp Gaster Almonte, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. We will see you next time on Troubled Waters. Bye. My man. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing Work are Monte." Make a noise. Yeah. Yeah. Shalewa Sharp. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Laura Swisher and Christian Duenas. Woo. <laughs> and we were all kidding. None of this happened. April Fools. <laughs>